This podcast is brought to you by Chames Entertainment, LLC. ChamesEntertainment.com is the place you can go to view all of my latest music and poetry, in addition to custom poetry and branding packages that I offer. My new ebook, How to Survive a Stock Market Crash, is now available for free. Just visit ChamesEntertainment.com backslash investing. C-H-A-M-E-S entertainment.com backslash investing. Now let's get it. If my portfolio is up, I ain't spending it. I'ma sell that, flip it to a business. Y'all be on money phones, talking flipping bricks. I'ma show you little boys what the difference is. Fuck your party, fuck your race, put the money in the safe for Republican and office, make more bread. Put some money in the markets, get your gains tax less than the poor get. Uh, uh, fuck with me and get some money. Fuck with me and get some money. What is up, everybody? Happy Friday, and welcome to episode number 35 of JC the Hip Hop Trader. As you might have guessed, I am JC. Today is May 31st, 2019, pre-market hours. And we had another week of declines. And really, what I want to do today is I want to start off by addressing those individuals who do not believe in the stock market. I want to address especially the younger investors who are using the stock market decline as justification as to why you shouldn't invest in the stock market. Some of you think the stock market is evil. Is Wall Street evil? Now, I want to approach this question from two different angles because, on one hand, You might think the market is evil because you just started investing a few weeks ago and all you've seen the market do is go down, or maybe even a year ago, and you've watched it fluctuate up and down at times, but ultimately, it's traded about sideways over the past 52 weeks. But I also want to get slightly political here for a second. Because some people think Wall Street is evil for other reasons. Remember the whole Occupy Wall Street movement, which was supposed to be at war with the 1% and greedy Wall Street investors? The negative connotation towards Wall Street from the political media might dissuade you from even entering the market because you think that the only people who really make money are the 1% and the biggest corporations. But let me tell you something. Investing is one of the biggest privileges we have been afforded here in this generation. Let me explain. Now, full disclosure, politically, I see myself as an independent. I do lean towards the left. However, I still believe in capitalism. And I have a message 
for those people on the far left that think that Wall Street is evil. I think it's exactly the opposite. Because once upon a time, when the stock market first came into existence, that was the case. Only the 1% and the wealthier individuals within society were actually profiting off of the stock market. For one, we didn't have the internet. So there was no E-Trade. There was no Robin Hood. There was no online brokerage, period. Because there was no online. You had to go through a stockbroker who may or may not have your best interests at heart, who was taking a hefty commission from you and cutting into your profits, if you had profits at all. Because a lot of times, those brokers, such as in the movie Wolf of Wall Street, would, would sell stocks, especially to, to the ordinary person who isn't as well-versed in business and well-versed in how to actually invest, they were selling them, excuse my French, bullshit companies. Companies that weren't actually going to succeed, and they didn't care. So Wall Street can be evil in that way, And it can also be evil in the sense that there's oftentimes insider trading going on where investors are making profits off of information that's not available to the general public. But in the grand scheme of things, we have the power. In 2019, we the people have the power. So when we talk about corporations getting too big or not paying enough taxes or things of that nature and saying that big business is so evil, we are forgetting about the fact that the majority of the companies that we are saying this about are publicly traded companies meaning that you can own a piece of that company by logging on to an app on your phone and purchasing stock in that company. We have the power today. We don't have to sit back and complain about corporations making decisions for corporate financial interests and ignoring the little guy when we are the little guy and we can invest in their company and we don't have to go through any screening process. It's not like you go to invest in Amazon and you have to give them your resume. No, you can save up some money, put it in Amazon. Now you own a piece of Amazon. Now you want them to succeed. You want them to deliver better products for the consumer. You want them to minimize their costs. You want them to maximize profit. 
as any other company wants to do. All companies want to maximize profit. You as an individual want to maximize profit within your own budgeting. The problem is we as Americans overspend. We overspend and then we blame the people who are making more than us instead of looking at our spending habits, instead of looking at why we didn't invest, in terms of why we didn't have a long-term strategy. The stock market affords us with the ability to participate in the success of every publicly traded company that's out there. So we aren't being shut out by corporations. We're shutting ourselves out. And again, I lean to the left. So this isn't conservative political propaganda here that I'm speaking. I'm just speaking facts. Wall Street is not evil. It is the single greatest wealth creation tool we have here in America, the land of the free. It's just a matter of whether or not you're using your freedom wisely. Now, enough about that. In regards to the market's action as of late, it's completely justified. Not only do we have a trade war with China that at this time appears to be getting worse before it's getting better, but now Trump is also putting tariffs on Mexican imports, 5%. He just announced that last night. Now, don't get me wrong, China is way more important to our economy than Mexico is. But Trump doesn't sound like he plans on just ending with 5% tariffs in Mexico. He said he'll keep raising it until Mexico does something about illegal immigration. I don't see that happening anytime soon. And it's not always about the reality of how something will impact the balance sheets. It's about the market sentiment, the uncertainty. And I'm starting to wonder if. This is a tool that Donald Trump might use whenever he's having any sort of disagreement with the country. Now, China makes complete sense. The tariffs in China make complete sense to me. China hasn't been playing fair. But when you start to apply tariffs to other political situations, It's hard to see when that's going to end, on top of not knowing when the China trade war is going to end. Combine that with a yield curve that keeps inverting, which in the past has signaled a possible recession. Combine that with the fact that we are still in the longest bull market of all time. Combine that with the fact that we just hit all-time highs about a month ago, thinking the U.S. and China were about to strike a trade deal. The market can go lower from here, no doubt. But if you're maintaining the long-term perspective, you stay diversified, 
and keep cash on the sidelines, you can take full advantage of the lower prices. And you can take full advantage of your freedom as an American to participate in the growth of publicly traded companies. Now, there are still no participation trophies in the stock market. You still have to pick slowly and you have to pick wisely. Now, even in the trade war, there will be winners and there will be losers. There will be companies that adapt and there will be companies who do not. Take Dollar General, for instance, ticker symbol DG. Dollar General was up 7% yesterday. And initially, when the trade war started, it looked like Dollar General would be one of those stocks that would get hard because they got a lot of their merchandise from China. But what they did was they reduced reliance on China immediately after Trump first started talking about making threats. And their stock took an initial hit because of the fear. But since then, it has continued climbing to all-time highs. They beat on earnings and provided a good outlook. Now, I like Dollar General. If you're looking to invest, I might wait for more of a pullback from here. Now, I also want to talk about J&J, Johnson & Johnson. They are facing an opioid litigation. After a $270 million settlement by Purdue in March and a similar settlement by Teva Pharmaceuticals, ticker symbol TEVA, in May, J&J is now the remaining defendant in the case relative to the sales of, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, <laughs> relative to the sales of its Duragestic Transdermal Patch and the drug Nucenta. Again, I apologize if I mispronounced any of that. But the bottom line is, J&J is facing litigation. Just as many other companies are as well. As we try to hold companies accountable for their part in the opioid crisis. Now, J&J's part was very minimal, if any at all. And I don't think that their litigation is going to be as serious as some of the other companies. Honestly, I think that these fears are getting baked into the stock now, especially since it's been down a little this week because of the fears. And I think J&J is a buy here. Not only is it at a good price, but it also has limited China exposure and could help diversify your portfolio if you are sitting very tech heavy. I also like the fact that J&J is an innovator. I like the companies that I see making innovative strides now because that tells me that they probably will do so in the future. But we also must know the risk of what we are investing in. We talked Tesla <laughs> before, many times. We talked about the fact that I'm an investor in Tesla. 
Right now, I'm at a $233 cost basis per share. I know the risk, but I'm willing to risk for the potential payoff out of my faith in Elon Musk. There was also a time when it was very risky to invest in Apple in the early 2000s. But if you did, then you saw that investment pay off. You're going to have to assume some risk in order to get big payoffs. But we must limit that risk to what we're comfortable losing. And we must keep volatile, risky stocks in only a small portion of our portfolio. We talked last week about the ridiculous statements that Morgan Stanley made about $10 being the worst case scenario for Tesla. Well, Barclays came out this week and theirs was a little bit more realistic. They gave it a $150 price target. And I, I can't argue with that. I agree that Tesla is a bit of an expensive stock here if you're strictly looking at the numbers. The production is not where it needs to be. And there hasn't really been any concrete evidence that it will be anytime soon. However, because of my faith, I was willing to pay a premium because that's what you're paying. Even if you invest right now in Tesla, you're paying a premium in hopes that it will do something better than it has done in the past. And that's how it is with most stocks. Most stocks are trading at a multiple, and it's based on how you expect the company to perform in the future. Now, speaking of stocks being down and certain stocks with certain exposures or certain stocks in certain sectors getting hit hard and being punished, we talked about the semiconductor chip stocks. Chip stocks have been down a lot recently, partially due to prices. They were a little bit overbought recently, and partially because of China. And what can happen if this trade war continues, and how the earnings estimates of some of these chip companies might have to get cut in half. However, this week we did see good numbers and estimates from Marvel, ticker symbol MRVL, a smaller chip maker. We also saw shares of Cypress semiconductors shoot up, ticker symbol CY, over rumors of a potential buyout. They're up about 14% for the week. AMD shot up on Tuesday. Now it's pulled back a little since then. Uh, but initially what happened was AMD said that its Ryzen chip outperformed Intel's CPU by 16%. Experts now expect AMD's market share to increase. I've been saying this from the beginning. When I first took a position in AMD last year, and I let you know that I was buying AMD because... I could see them innovating and taking market share from Intel. That's continuing to play out, even as the rest of the chip sector, sector is lagging. Now, I was kicking myself this week because although you know I love AMD, I told you I sold AMD last week in favor of SOXL, the three times leveraged chip ETF, because I thought 
I would have more upside there. Short term. <laughs> now, I'll be the first to admit that I was being greedy and impatient. I should have just stuck with those stocks that I believed in and I wouldn't have missed out on that 10% pop Tuesday. And let that be a lesson as to why we should stay the course and trust the process. Now, luckily, it's coming down a little since then, so I might actually re-enter it today. I still believe in the long-term story, as you should, too. Finally, before I leave today, I want to remind you all that we need to remember that in these times of market fear and uncertainty regarding the trade war, some stocks are going to get hit for no reason as the entire market gets hit. Right now, as I speak, the Dow is down about 250 points pre-market because of the Mexico tariffs. We need to look for the stocks that are getting hit even though they won't be impacted by the trade war specifically. Keep watching the cloud stocks. Stocks like Salesforce, ticker symbol CRM. Stocks like Adobe, ticker symbol ADBE. Stocks like Workday, ticker symbol WDAY, who, who reported good earnings, great earnings this week, by the way, and the stock still pulled back a little bit. This is my point. Also keep an eye on stocks like Splunk, ticker symbol SPLK. These are cloud stocks that have no Chinese exposure whatsoever. And if they get hit along with the rest of the market, as the rest of the market continues to go down, those are the types of stocks you should be looking to invest in. That being said, I hope everybody has a great weekend, a great week. Please, please, please remain patient. Remain calm. Remain fearless. Don't panic. <laughs> it could get worse before it gets better. But right now is when you can buy slowly into the eye of the fear. Be greedy when others are fearful. Fearful when others are greedy. And until next time, it's JC. If my portfolio is up, I ain't spending it. I'ma sell that, flip it to a business. Y'all be on money phones, talking flipping bricks. I'ma show you little boys what the difference is. Fuck your party, fuck your race, put the money in a safe for Republican and office, make more bread. Get yourself a LLC, put some money in the markets, get your gains tax less than the poor get. Uh. Fuck with me and get some money, some money, fuck with me and get some money, some money.